I'm Don DeLorente. I'm Dee Dee Janae. I'm Magnum Prime. And we're the host of the WrestleCast. You can catch us right here on the CSPN each and every Friday as we provide your pro wrestling commentary with color. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? A-Town Connection right here. You got Young Bloods uh, featuring Daddy Fat Sack. You know what I'm talking about? Outcast. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like this. Check it out. Welcome back to the Crown and College podcast presented to you by the CSPN. I am one half of your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Nigamort, a.k.a. This is officially an Atlanta United stand account. Please thank you so much, a.k.a. We Live Baby. And I am joined by a very special guest in the studio today. It is such an honor to be on the CSPN. Making a change for me. That's right, y'all. It's Jacquees. And I'm doing my singing. This is originally supposed to be a Trey Songz cold intro, but um, things, things got changed at the last minute. Um, <laughs> hey, it's me, yeah, okay. um, DJ Nobs. That's my actual DJ name, um, aka. Um, let's get this party started, aka. Um, Turbo Graphics sixteen fan account, aka. Um, I don't know. I didn't really plan out my AKs. I've been off all week. I haven't gone to work since Wednesday, uh, Tuesday of last week. Um, and y'all will hear this probably on Tuesday of the current week that we're in. And I'll still not have gone to work. Um, that ain't to say I ain't been working. Um, Keep getting checked, girl. I DJed an event Saturday night, which was fucking awesome. It was a second chance prom for people of color. I got the sound check to dance hall music. And then representation. Play some uh play some OG, some old school music, played some Lakeside, some Heat Wave, and Sound like my top carrying on. Then I jumped into some new Jack Swing and some more party type stuff. It was dope. It was dope as fuck. Um shout out to everybody who was a part of that. Shout out to everybody who made that happen. Um shout out to the people who believe in me as a motherfucking curator of music. Um You're doing amazing, sweetie. And so, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So that, yeah, I've been working. Um, and of course, I had a little bit of bullshit. I updated my computer's registry mm. to reflect uh, that the person who owns this computer is not admin, but it's Bianca. <laughs> and admin's a euphemism. For those who don't know my own name, don't say it. But uh, yeah, uh, I changed that. And my Serato decided, hey, we can't find your music anymore. Add it all back. Song by song. So that was fun. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> but I got through it. I made it happen. Um, 
I have money for my talents and efforts. And I love that I get to do this for a living, amongst other things. So, girl's feeling pretty good about herself lately. And that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, since you know, since you said set set this party off doing your AKA, you know what? Niggas love set it off. It ain't a black function until set it off is played at some point during the function. Now, which version of set it off are you talking about? Um, what the the female version or the uh, uh, ain't it strife? Straff, ain't it? What, what, how, how do you say that man name? Huh? Uh, ain't it Straff? Strife? Wait, there's a new version of Set It Off that I don't know about? It's, it has some, has some cool, uh, Nigglature passed me by. That was a good Nigglature. Where? Like, what is, what's happening? Didn't know about this, uh, development. With, uh, yeah, strap. Yeah, that's what it is. I knew it would some damn. Set it off, I was in the left. Y'all set it off. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's OG. I like that joint. Yeah, that's what it ain't a black function until that is played at some point during on the, the left. On the left, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I, I, see, I thought you were talking about the movie version. Said oh, no, 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 no. Like the slow joint. Yeah, no, that's what I thought you were talking about. Nah, okay. nah, nah, the OG joint. Juvie version set it off in this mother old day. <laughs> nah, not ever. I was talking about the OG version. You know, 5% of these niggas is fake. There have been many of black functions where the electric slide has been done to that song. Many, many. You know, it's really the hope of the hope of the slave, honestly. It's really all fight song, if you really think about it. Think on this. Thoughts on this connection. Anyway. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, y'all know the usual spiel. Uh, follow us on Facebook at Crown of Collars. Find us wherever you find podcasts. Just type in Crown of Collars. We'll be there. Um, share the show with your friends. You know, give us a like, give us a review, uh, give us a rating. Um, excuse me, subscribe to us on Patreon, on CSPN Patreon to get bonus content. We'll get to that in a little bit later. Um, we got a little bit of uh, game uh, gratis today, but yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Um, and yeah, uh, use the hashtag Crown of Collars while you're live listening, so we can see what you have you guys have to say and listener engagement and all that good stuff. So, uh, speaking of engagement, I am proud of the internet today. On today, y'all did good. Y'all did good on the internet on Beyonce's internet because. There was a discussion, and one of the few times I can actually say it was a discussion about music, about R&B, rhythm, and blues on the internet, and nobody mama got called a hoe, nobody got called an extra bitch, nobody got, nobody threatened to see these hands. It was a nice conversation. There was laughs, there was truth, there were jokes, there was hyperbole. And nobody got upset and nobody went out of their way to be an asshole. I am proud of the internet on today. Y'all did awesomely. Yeah. I just find it hilarious that again, I did this open doing this. Jacquees. <laughs> Excessive runs on the E word voice. Um, 
because he's the epicenter of this goddamn conversation. He's the reason that this conversation ever happened because one thing we all agreed upon was you're not the king of R&B. We can right the whole fuck up. Um, right. I mean, listen, listen. It's okay that he is is so high on himself. That's no, that's, that's fine. No, <laughs> You know, listen, he is he is allowed to believe in himself now. Um, I mean, I guess I'm glad he is. I just we friend of the tip you on those. It's like religion, you know. These are the things you believe, keep it to yourself. <laughs> have, have your time with God when it's your time to have your time with God. And when it's time for the rest of us, you know, play your part, do your thing right. But uh him and then uh, who's the other little boy? Um I shouldn't call him a little boy. He's probably like 30 by now at least. But uh Bryson too. Another little, another little fella who um ain't ain't uh he's not uh, valet in his Fendi jacket or whatever he said. Um Jay Holiday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause he was another one talking about I asked three kings of R and B. And I don't know who he was talking about, but I kind of feel like he skipped over Ronald Isley, which is a grave sin in yes, this whole damn discussion. Um that is correct. And if you're a musician, I'm sorry, I hold you to a high standard. As fans, it's one thing, you know, I like to subjective. You know, you can have your favorites. Again, we you know, we got people who listen to our show and follow us both on Twitter who like him. Which, never mind. I, I've said enough today. <laughs> listen, I got Kim Hive upset. But, you know, again, nobody called me. Kim right is This is okay. Listen, Kim Hive is out there. Listen, Kim Hive descended upon my mentions like... Every like, like you know how um you had a bunch of forty-seven year olds step in your mentions. That's hilarious. Li- listen, listen, listen. I had a whole bunch of blue. I had a whole bunch of Bluetooths and bo- and, and box Chevys in my mentions. T tops. Listen, <laughs> listen. I had a whole bunch of I had a whole bunch of dad sweaters and loafers in my mentions over Kim over him but you know, but you know what it's fine listen like nobody called me out my name and i didn't call anybody else out my name it was good clean fun again i'm proud of the internet but yes you we, know, did, we, did, we did that good like we we should be able to keep this energy for like at least one other topic yeah like, yeah i don't have yeah. enough faith in y'all to say all of them but this one yeah 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 i'll give y'all this yeah yeah but um but yeah, like you said, like as a mu- as fans, you know, we gonna fans gonna fan. But musicians, like actual mu- musicians in the game, like yeah, I agree. You kind of held to a high standard. Um, yeah, I was surprised to hear John Legend, like when you know he was kind of just taking all the question because again, it was just a discussion. It was kind of I didn't see jump in where you jump in, jump out where you jump out. But um, I didn't even see what the fuck John Legend said. He mentioned the weekend and Bruno Mars, but he he but to be fair, he did hedge against it. He was like, you know, um. I don't really know if they stay in that lane enough to be considered of that lane enough to mm. actually, you know, claim some degree of capacity with it, which was good of him because I think what it was, he was just thinking of maybe people he just worked with or something. Probably. Probably. Or niggas that he liked. Uh, right. Yeah. Like I said, it's all subjective, right? People you like. Um, yeah. And so I like that again. He hedged. He didn't like double down into it. He didn't like step into that shit and be like, that's my opinion. And that's just who I believe is the. No, he was just straight up. He was like, those are guys I feel pretty good about, you know? One fucking notification I didn't mute. Anyway. um, The one thing with me is, like, I find it hilarious. Like, like, I don't know who 
Cause he, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing for me, and this is just, I guess, it maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's the internet circles that I run in or the offline circles that I run in, but I don't I haven't seen anybody declare Jacquees king of arm king of anything, let alone R B. What you say, Bianchi broke up a little bit. Hello? I'm still here. You broke up a little bit. Which but is I'm it? saying, like, yeah, nothing. Like you're right. Like, like at best I hear some people like his music, which fair. And other people a lot. <laughs> he the most e user motherfucker I've ever Like, you know, he got all his vows down pat in school like a motherfucker. He's he he fell not no goddamn test about his vows ever. <laughs> it's like I saw Trey Songs get mentioned, and again, that's another curious one for me because, like, early Trey Songs, I like you know, like I I like just gotta make it. I like that album. Um, I even like Trey Day. Um, yeah, somebody I just found it funny how, like, he started. So, again, Trey Songz is one who I feel pretty confident in my ability to impersonate. Again, keep it in mind, I've never had a singing lesson in my life. You know, we got to adjust the scale. I'm doing this strictly from, you know... The years of making fun of him on this goddamn show. You know, get these jokes off and be entertaining in the ways. Um, but the key to singing like Trey Songs is, like, sounding like you're about to cry a little bit. <laughs> Because it's always a whimper. Like, the best example I have of this is actually not a Trey Song song at all, but it sounds like it could have been, and that's Sex With Me by Rihanna. But if you just imagine that chorus, Sex With Me, oh, is all. Like, instead of the way Rihanna sang it, it's like, damn, that do sound like a Trey Song throwaway, doesn't it? A little bit. I, you said this before, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what I found was hilarious is that this conversation got actual... Uh, R&B niggas talking on the internet and being spicy. And I mentioned Trey Songz there specifically because he came through with the cry laugh emoji and I'm like... Yeah. The, the funniest one I saw was my nigga Omarion was like, niggas love R&B. I was like, yes. Right. Yes. That, that was an interjection I appreciated because Entourage is definitely in my West in my, in my East Coast uh, playlist, so... Yes. Yes. Um, Entourage yeah. is a fucking bop. It right. is. But yeah, that's what, the thing with Jacquees is like, because uh, I saw someone we say, got this whole conversation started, and not even involved in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I saw someone say that um, Jacquees is talented. Uh, people just don't like him because Twitter tells you to. And I think in some cases, I do think that's valid. But with that said, I generally don't. Um like to believe that because it also just comes down to some people are not going to like who you like at the end of the day. Cause you know, niggas love to say at the end of the day, uh, but yeah, like some people just not going to like who you like and you're going to like people that they don't like. And that's, you know, basically how this shit works. Like Jack objectively, I don't think Jacquees is good. Like, and that's fine. You know, you don't have to be good to make your money. Like, <laughs> listen, he ain't the only one. It's plenty of people that are not 
very talented. They are f- very fine within their own lane. They out here making money, ain't bothering no goddamn body. That can be Jacquees, but right. he really does have a king's mentality with just the talent, and that's just not how this works. <laughs> I ain't never seen a king hold. <laughs> I ain't never seen a king hold that many goddamn. <laughs> Hey, he sound he sound like you know what Jacquees sound like? He sound like a child that just got a shot for the first time. Oh boy. Like you like that that like that they do when they get the needle for the first time. Like if you just trap that sound bite, that would be how Jacquees sing. To me. Too far? Okay, cool. Right. <laughs> Moving right along. Um, but yes, I found that this topic was hilarious. And um <clears throat> that's all we're gonna say for now. Um for free. But if you want the rest of our thoughts on this, um, you can subscribe to the CSPN Patreon. It's on our website, CSPN.us backslash Patreon, and subscribe because we talk about music professionally behind the paywall for free. I mean, not well, not free, but, um, but for, for, um, the, for the love. Let's just say that yeah. it's not it's not cheap, but it ain't, you ain't gonna get broke by it either. Like right, right, right. You know, it's just, it's just a little something. Throw us a little bone. You know what I'm saying? Know what I mean? Correct. You know. Make some money and legitimize ourselves as music opinion havers. And, you know, again, in my case, being a DJ, uh, just having that additional layer of capacity in which to speak about music, which is one of the things I'm passionate about. So. That is correct. Um, Another the speaking of things that we are passionate about. um, Some people are passionate about being the fuck wrong at all times. And um, if my goddamn laptop would agree with me, thank you so much, laptop. Um, Nicki Minaj is passionate about being the fuck on the wrong side of things at all times. So, um, <clears throat> as we, we touched on it um, kind of briefly, um, because it was more of us making fun of the barbs for being mad at Bossa for reporting some shit that that the bars themselves did. Um, and that is do um, a background check on Nicki Minaj, on their fave's new man. And uh, um, it seems like um, it's a bit worse than what the barbs initially reported. Um, so um, shout out to TMZ for the article. <clears throat> Nicki Minaj's new boo is a registered sex offender with a disturbing rap sheet that includes convictions for manslaughter and attempted rape. TMZ oh, has yeah. learned. Correct, my friend. Oh dear, indeed. Um, Kenneth Petty, first of fucking all. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is very serious, but first of all, that goddamn name, nigga. <laughs> nigga, how you gonna trust somebody named Petty? The nigga's name is Petty. <laughs> Kenneth Petty. What about that name sounds like this nigga ever gonna be by shit? Be reliable. Yep. Be somebody you can count on. Right. You're gonna rely on the nigga named Petty. Nigga, whole ass name Petty, you're going to rely on this nigga. But anyway. <clears throat> his name might as well be Roscoe. I, pff, listen, if, if his name was Roscoe, I would throw this motherfucking laptop. I swear for Christ. Uh, <laughs> what if his little name was Roscoe? 
Like that's the first team of Roscoe Perry. <laughs> nigga man, Roscoe. Nigga man, Roscoe. That sound like the type of nigga that. That sound like the type of nigga that will that will that will steal your car and then help you look for it. But anyway, he's he is definitely the type to be like. I just didn't pass no gas stations on the way home, eh? Right, 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 right. He'll he'll take your car. I just didn't pass no gas stations. That's all. Right, right. He'll take he'll take the money. He'll go seven dollars. He'll take your he'll take your car for a job interview, which really means his side chick, but he won't pass no gas stations back on the way back home and bring you your car. That's that's the type of nigga named Roscoe. But as I continue, uh, Kenneth Roscoe Petty <laughs> is the four- name, fuck it. Yeah, that's his name. That is officially his name. Um, is the 40 year old she's been hanging with and posting pics with on Instagram court records obtained by TMZ show he was convicted of first degree attempted rape and sorry about that my laptop wanted to be stupid Um, but yes also trigger warning Um, obtained by TMZ he was convicted of first degree attempted rape back in April 1995, he was 16 at the time, and so was his victim. Prosecutors said he used a sharp object when he tried to force the girl to have sexual intercourse. Petty served almost four years in NY State Prison for the crime. First of all, first of all, the fact that he only served four years. Who are just the system, boy, I tell you. I tell you. Um, only four years for forcible attempted sexual assault. Only four years. Mm. <sighs> shout out to shout out to my shout out. That's obvious sarcasm. Shout out to everybody that uh says that um uh, women should get um uh, equal amount of jail uh jail time for for lying about rape as um uh, people who are convicted of rape and sent to prison and which is really slaps on the wrist. But you know, shout out to y'all who try to make that comparison and reaching stuff but anyway moving on um <clears throat> also, and get this years after getting out of the pen petty was convicted of first degree manslaughter and served another seven years for shooting a man he released in, i know right he was released in 2013 she acknowledged their hometown connection by quoting adele's hello in the caption of their latest pick Quote, did you ever ever make it out of that town where nothing ever happens? It's no secret that the both of but the, the, the both of us are running out of time. They were reportedly friends from Queens. Um and before um before you uh before we both uh go in, uh, Bianca, a little bit of more context into just how much Nikki is doubling shit, tripling down, honestly, at this point. In this earlier I saw on Twitter, um, where uh, and of course it was um this was either the shade room or her um, oh no, this was her on her Instagram. Um when a fan um I guess this is a fan, which honestly the comment she honestly this comment is not n- necessarily a good comment anyway but i just read it um but this floated down the timeline where a fan on her instagram said that uh wait y'all calling this man a rapist but it happened in 1994 meaning he was 16 or 17 with uh what i'm i'm guessing is the um is the blank 
face emoji and the girl was a 16 year old must have been a white girl with the shrug emoji which first of all that comment is I... okay all right anyway um and then nikki responded to the girl and this is nikki this is her official um instagram she replied to the to the girl um he was in he was 15 which which one is a lie but anyway uh he was 15 she was 16 in a relationship but go off internet y'all can't run my life y'all can't even run y'all own life thank you boo um kissy face emoji heart emoji so 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 nigga you saying that he's not a pedophile but i mean he's still a rapist like what <laughs> like what like what now yeah, she she on one with that shit uh, <laughs> like, like like both of these are bad nigga like neither one of these are good. <laughs> it's like it's like y'all trying to call my man a pedophile but he ain't a pedophile he just a rapist girl what <laughs> He was in a relationship, so that it, so that makes it okay. What? No, Nick, no, girl, it don't. No, 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 no. What, what girl, what are you? I, Nick, listen, shout out to um my sister and Candace. Because uh, we was in the group chat talking about this, and she said Nikki is having a meltdown, which I agree, but honestly, I don't know what the... She's having a horrible 2018 in general. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, she submitted all that damn work to the Grammys only to get no nominations. So sad. A fashion show with no fashions. How dreadful. Well, when you do mediocrity, I mean, I, mm, mm, mm. imagine being the queen and submitting all your work to, on, to only <laughs> to only get an F on your report card. Ooh. Mm. 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 Meanwhile, the woman that you said is only popular from Sympathy and Payola is nominated for damn near every fucking thing. Right. Woo, talk about a self-drag. Mm. Hustling backwards. Uh, mm, mm. Well, when you do clownery, the cop, I mean, ain't nobody to blame, but you know the person responsible. So, yeah, I mean, listen, listen. I, what I said earlier, what I said earlier, you 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 adjusted with a queen's mentality. That ain't how this works. That ain't how this works, beloved. Uh, speaking of a song that's a, that's a drag as than a motherfucker, um. Uh, Paramore's ain't it fun? Listen, that shit is first of all, it's a banger, but that song is a drag like a motherfucker. <laughs> that song is like, oh, you thought you was big <coughs> shit, huh? Oh, you you know Paramore's ain't it fun is basically, oh, you think you grown, huh? <laughs> In song form. That's basically what that fucking song is. But it is a jam. That's a new one for now. Uh no nah, shit when the ain't it fun come out hold on Google because I'm already on Google slipping on my Paramore game Oof. yeah 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 that's a that's a that's a good little minute when Paramore I mean when uh that song came out exactly yeah that was a while ago Bill okay if my uh, fucking well, maybe I've heard it and I just don't remember it just in the context of like the fact that it's the song that's coming back in the conversation I don't know yeah. Uh, but yeah, your thoughts on Nikki while I'm waiting for this to load. <laughs> um, like I said, she's just having a horrible 2018, and I don't feel sorry for her because a lot of this is self inflicted. Uh, yeah. You know, and and 
the way in which I feel bad for her is like you can be better. Like the the working the operative theory here is you can be better. You're capable in some theoretical sense of being a better version of yourself than the one you're currently being. But I don't I see her do it. And that's something I'm learning a lot about being a better person. It takes a lot of want to. Yeah. And some people just ain't got the want to. So yeah. And a lot of people have, and we have to be honest, a lot of people have yes men and women around them that won't that won't be like won't give them that 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 loving wig to or that loving uh hairline to like nigga you off the fuck wilding right now right uh it came out in 2013 13 okay so god that was like peak okay so i wouldn't know that song in theory um yeah but i agree like um like that but you know what you know what though you know what you know what this is the whole issue i had far as like that whole beef with her and Cardi and it's like Cardi's problematic in her own right and you and you and people are well within their right to critique her about that I won't stop you from critiquing her because there's plenty to critique about her but compared to Nikki like you know what you know what I am a person who I don't and this will probably transition into something else we're going to talk about a little bit anyway um transitions right up my alley um (laughs) but sorry y'all it was right there it was right there i'm sorry i couldn't help it even if i could yeah it it, it, it was right there it was right there but um the thing with nikki and cardi is like both of them i think i said this on twitter like both of them are hens but one of them is a young hen and the other one is an old ass hen. And not that a young hen making mistakes is or being fucked up. Not saying you have to excuse it or if she do some shit that's unexcusable. Not saying you have to down that hill. But in general, most people, most, you're not going to sit here and tell me that if you look at a 20, how old Carter? Like 20, Carter, Carter younger than me. Carter like 24, 25, some, some shit like that. Um, you're not gonna tell me you're not gonna look at a 26 year old making a dumb mistake at the same as you are a fucking damn near 40 year old making that. Yeah, yeah, like like younger than me. Yeah, so yeah, about 32, 33, somewhere in that range. But yeah, no, that's that's a damn good point. Um, right. That reminds me of the whole and you know not to get too far off subject here, like the whole Doja Cat thing when you know it was like, oh yeah, she's got these homophobic tweets, yada yada. Um, I was like, yo, she wrote that shit when she was like 15. And again, you know, that's not absolution. It's it's context, and it and it serves to say, hey, well, what do what do we do with this? Um, do we see if she's worthy of redemption? Is she still hanging with the same people as she was before? Like, what is like what caused this? How do we get here? Um, and, there's a there's at least a chance for redemption, right? Um, as, you know, opposed, and, as opposed to a thirty year old man who we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, <clears throat> but team, yeah. Yeah, no. So yeah, that's the whole thing for me. It's like you know, let's let's. For me, it's super important to not turn my back on black women, um, first and foremost. Um, young black women, you know, black women who have homophobia in their family, because a lot of homophobia is rooted in patriarchy. A lot of it's rooted in, you know, male-dominated religious texts. It's dominated. You know, it originates in all these other things that, again, the society is slowly but surely pushing away from more and more as times pass on. 
but not everybody's there yet. And right. so and, since and not right. everybody's there, I can't treat everybody like they're there just because I'm there. Or yeah. just because, you know, we're there, just because, you know, my echo chamber is there. Um but real quick, um, also also something we said with Nikki, like that there's also that want to be there and you have to recognize that and move accordingly. But continue. Right. And you know, and sometimes youngsters double down and they say some dumb shit. But I, I read a tweet the other day, um where this little fellow was saying, um the question was, How did you overcome homophobia? I saw that tweet. Yeah, he was like, Yo, it was just in my family, like, you know, you know, people use religion to justify it. Um and while I still don't have like the full ability to, you know, speak super positively about the LGBTQ community, I realized one day I was just wilding. I was bugging. Like that shit was not a good look. And I vowed to do and be better for it. And sometimes that's all it takes. Just acknowledge and you know, I'm not I'm not inviting him to like the gay cookout or nothing, but like you know, acknowledge that, hey, like you you fucked up in, in a way and you realized that it was a lot of how you were taught and you don't really rock with that no more. And, you know, it, it was tripping and it sounded ridiculous. And that's the easy way to look at it. Um, I can say not in my personal echo chamber on Facebook, for example, has been like, it's been altered in ways where I just see so much more bullshit that people say about like the LGBT community. Um, And yeah, just having to be mindful and having to be like watchful and considerate of like the ways in which we condemn people versus the ways in which we rehabilitate them. It's kind of like the Saw movies. Like the point of the movies wasn't necessarily always to kill people, it was to rehabilitate folks. And that's like the main character, the Saw dude, got mad because he was like on his deathbed and he had somebody else like doing all the puzzles and shit. He was like, you're not rehabilitating people. Like you're just killing folks. This is gruesome and this is, you know, inhumane and so on and so forth. And I feel like on a person-to-person level, there's a little bit of that present as well um, when we talk about accountability and when we talk about people asking people to be better, you know, versions of themselves and to self-crit and to equip themselves with the language to do so, like, comfortably and at whatever level of gentility they need while, you know, at the same time, you know, getting those answers, finding stuff on their own. And then just confirming it with like the communities that they wronged instead of like demanding that the communities tell them why they're wrong. Well, hey, well, that was. It, it shouldn't be up to LGBTQ people or women or whatever to just constantly, constantly, constantly say, you know, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Um, there should be a point where you just believe them. You know, whether you believe us, you believe. You know, you take our words at value and, again, you take and try to be better. Um, and wrapping this all back around, it doesn't seem like Nicki Minaj is all that interested in that. Cardi B fucks up here in that still, but she seems at minimum, like, interested. If for no other reason than, like, compromising for bag. Yeah. Which I think might lead us to our next topic. I don't know. Where do you want to go with this? Um, I'm going to make a joke real quick. Actually, that's a hell of a segue, to be honest. Um... <laughs> But uh, I'm gonna make a joke real quick. I agree. I think at minimum, Cardi at at the very least is not trying to fuck up the bag um, any more than she already has. Which honestly, she really hasn't because you see Cardi damn near fucking everywhere doing something, either fashion, music. So- Cardi at some of every fucking well doing something. So the girl, I mean, it's is you. You can say she that. Does. Yeah, like I mean. You, 
Yeah, you can say that for Cardi. You can't say that for Nikki. But like you say, it's Nikki got nobody to blame but herself because she keep putting her goddamn foot in her mouth like constantly. Like, um. But speaking of, you know what? That excellent segue. Speaking of accountability and offend and offending um, the LGBT community, specifically the gay community, and fucking up your own bag. So let's talk about Kevin Hart for a little bit. Let's do this. Um, so a lot of people have talked about this at nauseum. Um, and we're gonna keep it brief. Um, because you know, we don't wanna, you know, beat y'all over the head with this, but this is also something that we, you know, felt pertinent to talk about and we was already on the topic anyway, so why the hell not? So before we get to the morality of it, before we get there, I would just like to say this nigga. Kevin Hart did something that I find absolutely astonishing and absolutely the fuck stupid. This nigga, like I said, before you get to the morality of it, just taking it at face value, this nigga had a second chance to pass a background test for a fucking job and got in his own goddamn way because of his ego. I have never, I have never in the history of niggadom seen a nigga Get a do have a job, have a, a potential employer do a background check on them, see some fucked up shit, give them a second chance, and the nigga fuck it up. That ain't what niggas do. <laughs> niggas have it hard enough to pass a background te- check in the beginning. This nigga failed the background test, had a chance to clean it up, and said, Fuck that shit. Kevin Hart, you stupid ass nigga. <laughs> I ain't never seen no shit like this. Do you know how many niggas would love for a second chance to clean up a goddamn background check and yo stupid ass Kevin Hart, you said fuck it? <laughs> Nigga, what? What the hell? Right, he like, had it so easy. You know, saying, like, before we even get to the very serious before we even get to the very serious homophobia and stuff, I'm just saying just on its surface, because also people try to do this thing where it's like that you know people was bringing up old tweets and stuff i'm like if i'm not mistaken now i could be wrong but if i'm not mistaken it wasn't nobody on goddamn twitter that dug up this shit it was the fucking academy that was the oscars whatever the fuck they did that shit they they did a search on that nigga they did a background check on this nigga like every employer do and the nigga failed it but they gave him a chance to clean it up and he just said fuck y'all you stupid ass nigga. <laughs> Ridiculous. How? Like, how? That would be so easy to like get your media training folks in front of you and be like, all right, how do I how do I want to address that? The nigga had an open book test. <laughs> easy. Like, and, and okay, so like I say apologizing easy. It's really not. Um because apologizing requires a bit of humility and it requires a bit of, you know, introspection and like, I don't want to get into all of us words, but it, it you know, it, it's, it's an emotional thing because you have to apologize for you to realize I tried to right a wrong and you have to apologize for the person that you wronged or the community that you wronged to say, I hope I righted the wrong with them. Like, you know, I, I hope that they forgive me. I hope that they have some degree of forgiveness that they will, you know, express to me um, because I am, you know, truly apologetic about, you know, the, these things that I said in my past. Um, and again, it requires that great degree of humility that not everybody wants to broach or feels comfortable broaching or whatever. But, like, this was a fumble. 
You know, like this was an unforced fumble at the goal line. Like this was this is the this is one of the easy things to fix, and you know, people talk about oh, well, the LGBT community is so mean, and I'm like, mm. if people attack. You for existing, you you'd be you'd be upset too. Um, you know, I I, I kind of feel like it would be justified anger. Just saying, I, I feel like it's weird explaining that to black people who. Deal oh, with, listen, Look, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I don't want to. Who deal with like the disdain of white people just via our existence? Um, literally because of our skin. Literally, that's it. That, that's the only justification they have. They don't know anything about you. They don't know, you know, your value your worth none of it um you know it's like chris rock once said there's not a white person in this audience who would trade places with me and i'm rich right which is sad when you think about it but yeah 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 oh uh, but yeah, yeah but if it ain't the truth right you know? but that so, was- anyway back to kevin hart this this would have been so easy to do um you know and don lemon shout out to don lemon and his star turn of late um, oh. late, I mean, since New Year's Eve 2016, when he was gone off the brown and has not been the same since. Um, <laughs> that nigga had some Hennessy made from scratch, and you can't tell me otherwise. He, yeah, he was on something. He was, he was in a good spot. He was in the zone, and again, he has not come out of that zone yet. But even he was like Kevin, like you don't want to be perceived in this way. Come on my show and let me show you how you can be a better version of yourself. And as far as I know, Kevin Hart had not responded to that yet. It's like, this man is rolling out the carpet for you. And I'm glad it's, you know, Don Lemon, glad it's a man that's doing it, ultimately, and not like, you know, Ellen or, you know, someone else, you know, who saw a community that we already demand so much labor from. Um, but yeah, he's he's got, and he's got an open door. He can... You know, the, the Oscars thing is done, you know, maybe until you know some point in the future, but he could still write a wrong. And I don't at this point lean that he's in any way willing to. So right. sucks to him. Like he's he's doubling down and DL Hewley, my God. Like yo, somebody I can't remember who said it, but somebody said that he looks like the oldest pit bull, and I cannot unsee that shit. <laughs> well, no, because he does look like the oldest pit bull ever live. Right. I saw that tweet. Also- also, um, speaking of doubling down, tripling down, shout out to Nick Cannon for tripling down and doubling down when they pulled up his old tweets when Nick Cannon was saying that using the F-bomb and being homophobic and stuff was, was fucked up and wrong and, and we grown and we off that shit. He said that in 2012-13. What the fuck done happened now, uh, Nick Cannon? Mm. Yeah, Nick Cannon was trying to do that thing where he said, oh, well, we don't have the same energy for the white women. It's like, oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, and then he went, you don't remember it because it wasn't Jermaine to you, but yeah, we do. And then he got he 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 looked at white women that ever that nobody don't like, even white people. Right, <laughs> like nigga, nigga went to pull out Lena Dunham's old tweets. Nigga, white girl, white people don't like Lena Dunham. Right, like they they are slowly but surely jumping off the bandwagon for her ass. And right, you, you know, couldn't have, have, could have some more deserving person, granted, but you know, yeah, you saw how that damn movie she was in flopped like a motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, but it, it's been disappointing. Um, and there's a reason why the Comic View 2018 hashtag is even more funny now, uh, because it looks like all of the Comic View All Stars of years gone by, um, we're dying on the sword for this to defend Kevin Hart. Um, I will say the most disappointing one was Jill White. Um, not that he was ever on 
comic view, I don't think anyway, but yeah, I was a little disappointed that Jaleel White like jumped out. It was like, we support you, bro. And I was like, really? Yeah. You know what was wild to me? And I said this on Twitter, and some other people echoed my sentiment. Um, and I didn't even know that she said this until I talked, saw the tweet like way after I said the shit. But black people, and uh, I'm gonna get on us just a little bit, but it's warranted in this situation because we was black, cishead black people, we were showing our asses. Um, when it comes to issues, particularly surrounding the LGBTQ community, us black folks, we will sound like Trump supporters without an inch of fucking self-awareness at all. Like all that shit that we, that niggas complain about, PC culture, social justice warriors, you know, saying safe safe space as a pejorative, being against a political correctness, all that shit niggas whine about, niggas sound exactly like Trump supporters, exactly like Republicans, exactly like right-wing pundits, without an inch of goddamn self-awareness. How am I supposed to look at you any different than the motherfuckers that that voted for 45? How? How am I supposed to look at you you as a black person? How am I supposed to look at you any different than a goddamn white person that voted for Trump because of whatever bullshit reason, when when I know when it comes to LGBTQ issues and maybe even with women's issues, I know the second when that it gets to that, the second we get off racism, you gonna sign just like them niggas. You gonna sign just like them white folks. How am I supposed to look at you any motherfucking different? Yep, and I've been saying niggas sound mighty Republican for a really long time on social media, and. Niggas don't prove me wrong. That's the sad part. They don't prove me wrong. They have no interest in proving me wrong. They prove me right over and over again. And they say shit like, I'm tired of gay people comparing their struggle to the struggle of black people when we still struggle. And it's like, yeah, we are too, pal. And not only that, but there are black LGBTQ people. Like My nigga, the Stonewall riots literally was started by black LGBTQ people. Literally. Literally. But... Like, you know, like, you, know like, you know, as a black LGBTQ person, like I'm, I'm, I get tired of fighting. I do, um, and I get why people would be tired of fighting. But that doesn't mean that one fight is more valid than the other, or that one fight is the only true fight, and all the rest of these fights are just bullshit. You know, copies off of that. And like I even to tell, I told this one dude the other day, I was like, "But today, I told him, I said, you know." Um, you talk about these these fights and this and that and the next, but what you fail to realize is it's often queer black women who are fighting for black liberation in ways that actually fucking work. And we're right. also fighting for queer liberation in ways that, you know, actually fucking work. Um, and you know that if you rub shoulders with us, but you don't know that because you don't even really see us as human. Great. Um, so in all in all, I'm tired of you niggas, and this is why I say not all Black Lives Matter, because a lot of these niggas can go. A lot of these niggas can go. They can go quickly, and they can go anonymously and in mass, and you know, leave me and mine out of it, because um, because fuck y'all, really.
Um, but in a bit of good news, um, for for the LGBT community, and then we're gonna get up out of here. Um, we are going to celebrate um Patrico Manuel. Um, as he as he makes history as the first transgender male boxer, um, with the win in his pro debut. Um, an emotional six year journey proved proved worthy proof proved worth every step. Sorry. For Patrico Manuel, get them words out. It's all good. I know, right? I mean, y'all sound how I sound. Do it sound like I can read? It's fine. Um, on Saturday, when he climbed into the ring at Fantasy Springs Resort Resort Casino in Indio to become the first transgender male boxer in U.S. history, twelve minutes later, he climbed out with the win in his professional debut, pounding out a, a unanimous decision over Mexican super featherweight Hugo. Um. Anglia. Hope I pronounced that right. I probably didn't, but you know what? It's fine. Quote, I wouldn't trade any of it. It was worth everything I put through to get to this point, Manuel said. I'm a professional boxer now. He added, quote, the best part of tonight, once I got in the arena and started getting ready, get the adrenaline rushing, step through those ropes, greet my opponent, I loved it all. Manuel, 33, fought in the 2012 Olympic trials as a female. Then, months later, began the long transition to male. It was a trip that involved surgery, hormone treatments, and endless trail of red tape to get licensed and the loss of a coach and training facility when neither proved willing to work with Manuel after she became a he. As an amateur, Manuel of Boyle Heights couldn't find an opponent willing to fight a transgender boxer. As a pro, it took some help from Oscar De La Hoya. Oscar De La Hoya's company, Golden Boy Promotions, to get him licensed. Shot the fuck out to Oscar De La Hoya for that. Um... Then it took the courage of Aguilar to fight Manuel's first fight in two years and only his third sanction about since the Olympic trials. Aguilar, who was fulfilling a dream by fighting in the U.S. for the first time, said he learned of Manuel's transition only two days before the fight, but said it wasn't a problem for him. Uh, for me, quote, for me, it's very respectable, he, he said in Spanish. It doesn't change anything for me in the ring. He wants to win, and I want to win, too. So yeah, all around, uh, which we can contrast that to the treatment that Fallon Fox gets, of course. But um, no, it doesn't. Again, good to celebrate and you know to say big time congratulations. You know for getting the win, um, for being true to you, and for like I said, I'm just you know making this history. Um, You know we're still hitting these barriers, these firsts and these onlys, and. You know, sometimes you want to be upset about it. It's like, wow, like we've come this far and we're still having this first and that first. And then sometimes it's just like, let's just be happy about it. Let's just celebrate. Um, I hope that, you know, this boxing career um, is a long and fruitful one, obviously, and that there are more fights to watch in the future. And again, big time shout out to uh, De La Hoya and his uh, promotion team for setting it all up, making it all happen. Because, again, it doesn't always happen in the vacuum. Um, as much as we wish to have things that are only ours, um, sometimes it's not always reasonable. Sometimes you need, you know, cisgender, heterosexual allies to, you know, see the humanity in us and pull through for us and, you know, level the playing field, so to speak. And, yeah, so go on him for stepping up. And, yeah, I think that about uh, succinctly summarizes my feelings about it. So, Correct. So uh, yeah, 
I, and I think that is a wonderful note to close out the show on. Um, the time I went off mid podcast, but you know what? It's fine. Um, yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, Bianca, you got any closing things? Um, in closing, I want to say, uh, happy holidays to everybody, first and foremost. Um, y'all are all so colorful and beautiful and dope as fuck. And I hope your holiday turnups are awesome. Um, if you are more of the blue Christmas variety, I really hope that you find the healing space for you that you need and that you deserve. Um, again, today is December 10th that we're recording, so there is time to find those resources and surround yourself with uh, the type of love that you need. Because um, not everybody can go home to family. Not everybody wants to go home to family. Not everybody feels comfortable being around family at these times of year um, for you know whatever reasons. Um, so with that in mind, yes, please uh, give yourself the self-care that you deserve. Agree. Agree. And in closing, I will say, as always, don't be be a greater hoe, not a hater hoe. Um, make sure you follow us on our social media. Again, uh, we're going to get this Instagram popping. Within the new year, we're going to get this Instagram popping. Um, yeah. And thank you to everyone that rocks us. We hope, again, we hope you have some Christmas. Um, cheer, good spirits, and all that good stuff. Eat good. Eat good, sleep good, love good. You know, if you if you like, I don't even want love. I just want some somebody to cuddle with. That's fine too. Listen, however you need to get your happy, do that shit. Um, don't let uh Mercury being boosy fade. And uh, yeah, with that, we'll see you all when we see you. Indeed. Peace. Bye. Bye. I'm loving the